Blog Talk Radio. Um, we'll just talk right 
this song right there, which will begin as uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, um, my name is uh, Tia Ward. Um, I uh, I was you know in in the I was in college at the time and I was going to school um, to get an accounting degree and I happened to pass by a school that was empty and I believe I was like 20, 19 years old at the time and so I just went forward and opened up the school which is now Heavenly Christian Academy. Um, we have two locations and then about and we have we're licensed for over two hundred children and about probably fifteen years ago, um, I started doing taxes. I had already been doing taxes for myself and family members and so we started doing taxes as a fundraiser for the school and that's how we got tax breaks and since then we probably have five hundred customers that you know, really loyal, and most have been with me um, probably, I would say, 80% of my clients have been with me since I've started. Now I know how to get you, <laughs> you and I on the screen together. Um, now, you said that uh, you had started when you were young. Do you remember what age you were at? 19. I, I was 19, probably about to turn 20. And wow. Mhm, and I was like, "Oh, this used to be a a a, a child care center, and it was just a you know a center in a a shopping a shopping center, and then we had that one for two years, and then two years later we built uh our second location from ground up, which is not far from the original location, and so basically I've I've been an entrepreneur for now almost. 28, 29 years. I mean, I've had jobs because I started working at 10. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I worked at, for uh, the Dallas Petroleum Club, Department of Energy. Um, so, I mean, I you know, I sold newspapers at 10 years old. So, yeah, I've been working for a really long time. <laughs> And I will say this, kind of uh, later on we'll be talking about, uh, you know, the taxes and stuff, but just from when I've seen her work, when she's done my taxes, she has involved her family. I can say, and then, you know how sometimes you get some of the kin folks, you're like, well, you know, we're just going to keep on the payroll, but we're going to keep them away from the clients. But all the family members that you have, uh, working with you, they're so professional. They're so sweet. You know, I mean, it's it's like, wow. And I've seen you in uh, pressurous times where it could be where anybody else, their temper would flare, but you always been, you and also uh, work with your mom and your, your daughters and stuff, they've always been so calm. And professional, you know. I'm like, wow. Sometimes I'm just sitting. I'm like, good grief. I was like, yeah, that's not that. <laughs> yeah, tax, yeah, taxes. It's just this one of those professions that because you are dealing with people's money, so you know, of course, if someone don't receive their check when they think they're supposed to receive it, you know, or just you know, everyone coming at one time or different things. This it. it 
it's totally different from child care, but I think if we can handle kids and the pressure from family and children, then you can pretty much take on any profession. <laughs> but Wow. Okay. So now you open up you open up the building and you said that the first thing you got into were taxes. Yeah, well, we, when we opened up the school, like, probably maybe 10 years later, because in the beginning, the school was the challenges. You know, we didn't really have a lot of money. I, I was able to get an SBA loan uh, for the second location. Um, you know, it's, but, it, you know, it took help from my mom and my sister. And I think at the time, my sister was still in high school. So she went to school in the evening time to, you know, work during the daytime, um, you know, and now we have, like I said, we, you know, we're licensed between both locations, over 200 kids. Uh, we have over 20 teachers. We have teachers that have been employed with us since we opened. The average teacher has probably been with us 15 years. Um, we're partnered up with Dallas Independent School District. Um, we're at Texas Rising Star Center. Um it, I mean, but with all that being said, you know, we we still accommodate mostly um, low-income families. And so it was, um, we really didn't have the money that we needed to, to do a lot of extra, like playground, and, you know, new buses. And so I was like, you know what, I'll do, you know, taxes as a fundraiser. And it just actually started its own business. It's, it's a year-round company. We uh, have clients in California, Oklahoma, Atlanta, um, gosh, Washington. So it's, I mean, we, and it's all word of mouth. Everybody knows somebody, uh, or we do like families, your mom, your brother, your sister. So, and everyone's connected some type of way. Because it's, I mean, there's no, advertising there uh not it wasn't really a big storefront um we did end up having to close that part of the tax office down to expand the school for dallas independent school district um which the that center and and tax office ended up burning last last year so we're out of one center now until we um you know get back into the other location but it it just grew i mean it's i love it I, I really love what I do, and it's, uh, I mean, I look forward to saving people money every year. <laughs> wow, wow. So even just you being a young lady that, you know, had those desires to do something, especially you mentioned about your work ethic, um, did you feel that your age or even your gender would be a hindrance? Uh, did you feel any challenges? I did. Being young, uh, in the beginning was was tough. You know, plus I, you know, I was a teenage mom. So I mean, I always looked at like when we were growing up. You know, I felt like my mom struggled to um, kind of maybe you know tolerate certain things in life. You know, to make things better for us or keep us in a a family environment, um, financially. Um, 
so when I got older, I always said, you know what, I never want to be without or be my, have my children without or have to settle for less in a relationship or anything like that because, you know, I couldn't financially take care of myself. So I think early on, I think that that's what drove me. Um, and then, you know, in the beginning, I used to be kind of embarrassed because I was like a teenage mom and trying to make it work. But now, you know, now that I look back, I'm like, okay, girl, you made it. So I'm really not embarrassed anymore about it. But it was, I just didn't want, because I, I didn't want, like, not to call it a mistake, or but something that happened that should have been ideally happening later in life, I didn't want that to hinder you know, what I could do and what I could accomplish in life, so. Well, and, you know, hopefully there are some young ladies that may be uh, listening to my opinion, the same shoes, be able to listen to someone who not just was there, but overcame it in spite of being there. If you didn't look at that situation as something that was going to stop you. So, like I said, normally I like to be very careful on who I speak about because sometimes you don't really know a person, but for me to be able to see you throughout the years, I don't remember exactly how long it's been. I know if I have guessed maybe seven, about seven. Yeah, it's, it's, like yes, it's at least seven. Yes, at least seven. I met you through uh, Badika. Yes. And she, yes. and she still, <laughs> and she, yeah, she, and she's still a client as well. So, Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, I've seen you grind, and I wanted to make sure. Uh, I've been wanting you to come on here for some time because I really felt that there was a lot of people that need to really just hear, you know, your story. And also, by this being the tax season, this is something, especially um, from the former administrator and everything, um, we need to be very up-to-date pertaining to the information that uh, only a professional, to me, a professional can provide. So now, this being the tax season, uh, can you prepare us for some of the things that we may need to do, uh, things that we we may need to uh, bring with us as far as uh, getting our taxes prepared? Uh, yes, like this year is different because, you know, we had, uh, you know, COVID and um, a lot of, you know, people's situations changed this year. You had people that were on unemployment. Um, some people may have worked uh, both unemployment and jobs. Uh, this, you know, we are able to use last year's earned income credit. Let's not get that confused. It's not last year's wages, our tax return, it's just only the earned income credit portion and the child tax credit portion. Um, I would say if you have not filed your taxes, you know, a lot of people are, you know, rushing to file their taxes because of the stimulus. I would say wait a couple of weeks because right now there are a lot of changes taking place and software updates because now they just um, came in and they're allowing 10,000 of the unemployment not to be tax deductible, um, which, you know, can be a savings up to $1,000, $2,000, you know, on a tax return. 
So, and then, so a lot of these returns that have previously been filed will be amend. You know, will need to be amended. Um, hopefully, the uh, IRS will uh, amend these taxes on their own, since a lot of people charge. Now, if I prepare your taxes, I don't charge you to amend them, but everyone don't come to me. So, I do suggest, you know, if you've already filed and you had unemployment, you know, have a second look at those numbers. Um, this year, too, we um, a lot of people just encountered a really difficult time. So, like, if you pull from, you know, your IRA, you know, that can be tax deferred over a three-year period. So there are a lot of changes that can literally save you um, thousands of dollars this year. Because if you pull, let's say, a $10,000 retirement out, um, 10000 being taxable in one year, it could be like, a big difference on your tax return versus only having 3,333 of it taxable this year, next year, and then year 2021, 22, 23. So definitely say go to a professional to get your taxes done or read. If, you know, if you're going to prepare your taxes yourself, always, you know, you know, take time to read the law, take time to understand the law because when you make mistakes or leave things out, the, you know, the IRS does not uh, forgive us for not reading. You're penalized, which is usually two years later. And this year right now, definitely look into what's going on because there are so many different tax breaks that we can take advantage of with the CARES Act. Okay. So some of those uh, things that we may forget about or may not be aware of, that we might be able to use as far as deductions. What are some of those things that we can use? We're really limited on a lot of deductions. We do have the, the main things, and in, in you got charity. You have, even if you itemize, you can take an additional $300. Um, so if you take the standard deduction, you can also uh, utilize an additional 300 for charity. You have, you know, sales tax. Uh, your t car tax, auto sales tax, um, sales tax for, uh, you know, large purchases. You can write off your, your home mortgage, your mortgage premium insurance, the property tax, um, and then your medical. A lot of people don't know, also, like I said, you have a service dog, and, you know, you need him, you know, for um it's not just, you know, if you're blind, you know, now they have it where it's for, you know, comfort as well or anxiety. Uh, people, you know, have pets now, and taking care and maintaining that pet is now medical, uh, right, a, a medical write-off. So that's something a lot of times people don't know. So if you, you know, if you have a dog that, you know, you consider him service, uh, his dog food, his Everything that's needed to take care of this pet is now uh, falls under the medical tax deduction. Um, a lot of times people don't know about the energy credit for your home. So let's say you use a propane tank to, you know, barbecue or use that uh, gas. You know, that's a $150 uh, tax deduction 
I mean, it's dollar for dollar. Um, you can write off windows, doors, anything that's making your house more energy efficient. Um, electric cars are 7500 Tax deduction. Now, these credits are to offset a tax bill. They're non-refundable credits. Um, so let's say you have a zero tax bill. You know, you're getting a refund from, you know, children. The biggest credits people know are earned income credit, uh, child tax credit, education credit. But a lot of times, you know, even though we're getting a refund, we still have a tax bill. So you could receive a refund of 3000 but still have a $1,000 tax bill. So these are ways to to cut those bills down. Uh, so that's, you know, so you can get rid of that $1,000 tax bill and now have a, one second, a $4,000 refund. I'm sorry about that. I'm so sorry. Mr. Prater? Brother? Prater? Okay, sorry about that. Okay, so um, I think then other credits, I think, you know, putting into a retirement plan, um, a lot of times, you know, when you put into a retirement plan on your job, you know, always utilize the, the maximum amount, uh, you know, even if it's outside of your company, you know, there's a retirement credit. If you're taking uh, classes, even though it's not in a college, but Let's say like uh, classes to better your job skills, you can take the lifetime credit. Uh, even though it's not a, a refundable credit, it still offsets your tax bill. There's, you know, several non-refundable credits that will kind of eat away at your tax bill, which will, you know, maximize your, your tax return. Uh, adoption credit is up to fourteen thousand. Um, if you're adopting a child, um, even if you, you know, even if the adoption doesn't go through, if you're in the process of paying for an attorney, and you know, even the early stages, you know, that credit still applies. Good information. You're teaching me something. <laughs> and, oh, you know, I want to tell one more thing I think that's pretty cool, too. Also, like, when people put their kids uh, in, a, in a sport, and a lot of times, you know, we're paying all this money. I'm, I'm saying more in the high school years because the first three years of a, lot, of a hobby, I mean, of a business, you know, if it's a loss, after three years it will be considered a hobby. So let's say you're, you know, you have John and, and football, and you're paying for all these camps, you can treat that as a business because the idea is that he's going to be a professional athlete. And so you're paying for this. So the trips out of town, the one-on-one uh, -on -one, um, training camps and things like that, it becomes a business write-off for that child because you're doing this in hopes that, you know, he's going to make money or if they're winning prizes and things like that, it, it's a business. So the sophomore, junior, and high school year, go ahead and set it up like a business. So by the time he's in college, you know that you're not, you won't have those expenses. But those last three years, they will be a tax write-off. And you can also use as a home office for that child, um, 
which opens the door kind of like, so you can't write off your repairs on your house, but if you're using your home as a business, now you can write off your repairs and depreciate your home and, you know, take a small percentage of that and make it tax deductible. We have to be creative. I'm trying to save, trying to save some dollars here. <laughs> yes, yes, you know, and I want to let people know all this is legal. Yes, it's legal. <laughs> we're not, we're not talking about anything illegal. We're not talking about, you know, some people when they get close to the end of the year, they want to find some child and stuff. We're not talking Mm-mm. about that. No, no. All this is legal. That's why I want to make sure to have a professional on here, someone that I knew, someone that have, like I said, done my taxes for years, and someone that's credible. And so, you know, uh, this is something that we, we have to look at because a lot of times we just don't know. You know, uh, also I know uh, even just keeping the receipts of your medicine and the things that you uh, pay for it. That was something that uh, you taught me throughout the years. You know, bring my stuff, you know, bring everything. Try not to just memorize stuff when you get ready to get your taxes prepared. You know, thankfully, Miss um, Till, she does have a worksheet that's provided. If you want to schedule an appointment, uh, she can send it to you. You can download it um, or even just a scratch sheet of paper. I always advise people, write it down. Uh, yeah. You up to your last break. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Russ Power comes in and he, he makes sure he writes down all his expenses and we go, through, <laughs> we go through them. But when he first started, you were able to, you know, write off uniforms and work-related expenses. But since the standard deduction doubled, you know, they took away all the smaller deductions. So you only have to keep up with the, you know, the fewer things. Uh, I'm hoping, you know, that will change because that was when, you know, Trump was able to write off seventy thousand for his hairdo <laughs> on, on the old, on the old uh, itemization plan. But sometimes, like, so if you have someone that's like driving their vehicle, you know, right now you you can't get mileage, so you need to make sure that. Your employer is reimbursing those mouths because they're not tax deductible. And, you know, just anything that you think may be a tax deduction, just get, you know, a little binder or even if it's a shoebox or whatever, envelopes and, you know, label them, you know, medical or uh, car repair. Um, you know, because not now your mouth and you're driving your car is not tax deductible now, but. If it does come back into play that, you know, you can use your car as a business expense, I mean, as an employee business expense, you can keep up with that. But if you drive, a lot of people are doing Uber, Uber Eats, and, you know, driving, so they will need to keep up with those expenses. Not only miles, because you can only either do miles or actual expenses, or we can depreciate the car. The cool thing, let's say if you're driving for Uber and in December, you buy a $30,000 car, we can actually depreciate that car up to like 10000 even though you probably only put $500 down on the car. So, um, 
So, I mean, um, there's a, it's so much, um, you know, and that's why when you sit down and talk with somebody, it's good to kind of, you know, get to know who you're working with, um, get to know your tax clients and what they do. Sometimes, you know, once I'm talking to someone, I realize they have a tax deduction that they didn't even know they had. So student interest, you know, even if you pay student interest for your children, um, that's tax deductible. A lot of people that take care of their parents, even though their parents stay in another state, you can use your parent as head of household. And for some people, you know, claiming a parent for head of household purposes is worth thousands of dollars on their tax return. Um, also, if you a dad or a mom that pays child support, but the kids stay with the other parent, you can still claim head of household. You're not claiming the children, but you can use one for head of household purposes. And uh, parents that are co-parenting, you can split children up. A lot of parents don't know that a child, uh, the child tax credit and EIC, those deductions can be split up and shared between the parents. So there, there are a lot of um, things out there to, you know, really sometimes, you know, people come in and they'll learn something. they like, wow, and we'll go back and amend the previous three years with, you know, head of household and things like that. Good knowledge. Your parent can stay in a whole other state, and you can claim them for head of household purposes. Now, you're supposed to take care of your parent now. I mean, not being all their needs, but if you, you know, we're always taking care of mom and dad as they get older, and they can still file tax returns because they usually receive Social Security. So if they're filing that or their retirement to get federal withholdings back, you can still claim them for head of household purposes. Also, we experienced something last year, uh, this, this virus, uh, by us being in this situation that we've never dealt with in our lifetime, um, are they extra um, taxes or extra uh, uh, savings to we can to this uh, pandemic? The, well, the, like I was telling about the retirement plan, if you did have to pull out, um, it's not, it can be deferred uh, over three years. Also, if you're self-employed, you can also defer your Social Security taxes over a three-year period. Um, there's a lot of tax savings now. Also, if, if you were a small business and you paid your employees, to be off during COVID, uh, the government, I mean, the, when you file your 941, you can request that money back. And a lot of people just was not aware of that. Um, actually, you know, my, my cousin that works with me informed me of this. I was like, what? You know, so it, and it, it, it's for businesses that are under 500, but businesses that employ under 50, you do not have to comply with paying your employees that were off for sick leave uh, for COVID purposes. But if you do, if you did, it's 100% uh, refunded back to you requested on your 941. So a lot of people were not aware of that. So a lot of people were not paid this past year for taking off. 
And it's just because their bosses didn't know that this money was available to them, and it's still not too late to go back and get it. So if you didn't pay, like, say, one of your workers for being off, you know, because they uh, had COVID or you guys had to close down or quarantine, you can go back and pay them and request that money from the, on your 941 taxes. It's a, it's, it comes as a credit when we pay our payroll taxes. So um, right now, you know, everyone, you know, do you have like loans, the the SBA uh, PPL loan and payroll protection loan and the uh, the grants. Now these are for businesses that were already operating January twentieth, and and so if you were filing like a small business in January twenty year and then now um, coming to 2021, 20, the company is not doing so good, you would automatically, well, I'm not going to say automatically, but you can apply for uh, assistance for the payroll assistance program for self-employed people. They'll pay 3.5 times uh, what your normal salary is, your gross salary, to keep your business afloat. So I didn't think that I would qualify. I honestly didn't be in a small business and if it was not for a few friends like, hey, have you applied for your SBA loan? I mean, I I would not have gotten it. And I received $49,000 uh, forgiven to help pay for my staff. So that was a blessing and then we'll automatically get uh, a bigger one this year to help pay for the staff. So if you're a small business and you're and you struggled or lost business, you know definitely reach out to your bank and get assistance in applying for these grants and loans. No questions. Maybe you're reading everybody's mind. <laughs> but um, I say that right now. I want to make sure. To let people know, even though she's giving us great ideas, she's stimulating our, our, our minds to make us uh, think of some things. One thing that I always suggest is always seek professional help, professional assistance. You know, um, she's available. Uh, now, do you take walk-ins or uh, schedules on? We only yeah due to, due to COVID right now we do not take we not some people still walk in <laughs> I won't I won't turn you down I'll try to help you if I can um, we do prefer that you call um, so that you're not coming and having to wait you know for a long period of time so you know you know I, I do Zoom meetings I do uh, telephone conferences I do free quotes um, you know I give free advice. So you're welcome to call me at any time. Uh, from one of my classmates, uh, she asked, how does the unemployment tax work? Right now, the unemployment taxes, right now, unemployment is taxable. Unemployment is not considered earned income, so therefore it doesn't count towards calculating your child tax credit or EIC credit for your children. Um, but however, now it is uh, 10000 will be taken off 
of the unemployment, and it will not be taxable. Now, the soft, softer updates and forms are not available for this. So if you have unemployment, I suggest waiting a week or more to file your taxes. And if you've already filed your taxes with unemployment, it needs to be possibly needs to be amended for my because you'll receive more money. So, but that was a problem. A lot of people didn't have uh, taxes taken out of the unemployment. Okay. Uh, thank you. Thank you for answering that question. Thank you for asking that question also. You know, one of the things I want to make people know, there is no such thing as a dumb question. You know, she said, thank you, okay, so uh, you answered it. Um, but if you have any questions, she's here right now. Uh, you can type in your questions, or even if you inbox me, I can say it out loud. I don't have to I'll say your name, but uh, I want to make sure to let people know, hey, she's professional. She's been doing it for many years, and uh, any questions that you have, regardless if you think that it's not important or it's a dumb question, whatever I did, no. Um, we're not judging questions. We're answering questions. Well, she, she's answering questions, and she's here uh, to help us in you know, she's taking out of her time, and I thank you for you using uh, your time in this. Oh, no problem. I, I want to make sure to uh, let people know, hey, look, because many people are looking for people to get their taxes done, and you can go to a legitimate person that's professional, friendly, and she'll work with you. So I want to make sure that people know that she's here, and she's here to answer your questions. Can I add something else on the unemployment? If you receive, let's say you receive 30000 in unemployment and you didn't have any earned income credit, uh, you know, as far as W-2 wages, things like that, but you have children, you would take your earned income credit amount that was calculated for 2019 because if you only claim the unemployment with children, you're only going to have a tax bill for the unemployment. So make sure if you receive unemployment and you have children that your EIC and child tax credit is calculated from 2019. Therefore, you'll get a refund for the children similar to what you received in 2019 for your kids. So a lot of people that received unemployment and didn't work, their refunds are actually bigger this year than they uh, were larger this year than they were last year. Can you, right now, can you let us know for those who may be just chiming in, can you give them your contact information? Yes, my uh, it's uh, Tax Breaks, that's the name of the company. Um, my telephone number is 214 448 uh, Okay, 214, I'm sorry, I started reading the question. 214-448-5443. <laughs> 
And we're located in Dallas off of 635 and Northwest Highway, Garland Road. We're right like Mesquite, Garland, Dallas, and one block over is every little city. So it's funny where we're located. Yeah, she said, my sister-in-law filed last year, but it was returned because she did not sign. She never got it should she refile. Um, did she, if, yeah, most returns should be electronically filed unless, you know, you're missing a pen. Last year was the pandemic. The, a lot of people's paperwork, uh, paperwork is still sitting in warehouses. So I would definitely try to get electronically filed because if not, it, it could be a pretty long time before she see, um, you know, the return process. So in case, unless it's missing a pen or someone claims a dependent, um, you should always electronically file your taxes. Even if she can't afford to file her taxes, there are free programs that if your income's under a certain amount, she can still file it electronically with one of those companies. You just go to the IRS website, and they'll have like a uh, a free web, a free filing site. Um, now, definitely, your income needs to be a certain amount. I'm not for sure what that amount is, but if that was the reason she was paper filing, um, you know, she could go another route. But definitely, if, if they returned it, it has to be. Uh, completed either signed or electronically signed. Okay. Well, let me think about it. Uh, I saw some people that were asking questions online a couple days ago, so I'm going to ask you, now that President Biden has signed for us to get another stimulus check, in case we don't get it at a certain time. Who should we contact, and who should we not contact? <laughs> I, I rather you not contact me, but no, that's not true. Um, we do. We spend a lot of our time this year helping with stimulus checks. Um, okay, so if you did not receive the first twelve hundred stimulus and six hundred stimulus for yourself or for your children, or if you didn't receive the stimulus check because someone on your Return previously had an ITN. Now you know that those uh, that's retroactive now. So now you can apply for that stimulus. Um, or if you were a dependent of your parents, and so now if you file a uh, a tax return now that you're not a dependent, you will file for these stimulus payments, the first one and the second one on your 2020 tax return. And you can apply for the stimulus on your tax return without having to file an actual tax. So you don't need waivers. You can just uh, file the um, the recovery rebate. Now, the new stimulus that is coming up, um, right now there, there are not instructions on uh, if you do not receive this. It, it, it seems to be a better um uh, process now. You can track it. Um, you know, you can go on and give, you know, update your address, update your account number. When you file your 2020 tax return, if possible, use a company that, um, do not use a bank product. 
um, with your taxes. That's like a loan or a debit card or a check, but you're using your own account number. When you're using, we use like a quick collect with our tax company. And I do have another company if you need to use a bank product that's available, but for clients that do have their own checking account, we just use quick collect. Therefore, their account number is given to the IRS and not a bank product dummy account number. That's the problem a lot of people were issuing, having. So you go to irs.gov and you go to where's my payment. And you can track your third stimulus payment, which is $1,400, even including the college students now. They're receiving $1,400 as well. And the younger kids are receiving $3,600 and $3,000. So stimulus payments are are pretty uh, large this time around. Okay. So I'm writing this down. You said um, we can contact www. Where's my package? Uh, IRS, go to irs.gov and go to where's my payment.com. Well, no, just go to irs.gov and then go to where's my payment. It's almost like where's my refund, but it's where's my payment, so that way you can track your your stimulus payment. So, I mean, they it takes, they've already started issuing the stimulus payment, so... But for them to release millions of stimulus payments, it will be over a couple of months. So, um, you know, just be patient and keep checking that website. But it's not applied for on your 2020 tax return, but it is based on your 2020 tax return. Okay. They know not to have some of my relatives on there. They'll say www.worth my money. Most tax breaks we can. Um, 
Also, keep in mind, if you've already filed your taxes this year, uh, amendments, that's something new. Before we had to electron, we had the paper mail amendment, amended taxes, those too can be electronically filed. So if you've already filed your taxes, a lot of people that filed early definitely need to have a second look because, you know, there there's a lot of forms that were not available and will not be available until like after March 25th. So, you know, that may apply to you. You know, the unemployment, the, uh, uh, I was looking at a couple of my clients' returns today, and I was like, okay, let me see, you know, taking off 10000 I mean, and it was like one person was receiving 1600 extra. Another person, that 10000 was worth 2500 on her tax return. So it can be pretty significant uh, as far as reducing unemployment by 10 grand. One thing about it, now this was before I was able to see you. Years ago, I had to pay the IRS, uh, I believe it was like three years in a row, uh, back in 2002 and 2003. And when I was paying, I was paying multiple years. I was sending a money order. I was putting the information. Well, I found out even if I finished making a payment in one for one year, I still had to make sure that even though I was used to paying two years, I was paying two years at the same time, just because you finished paying on one year, if you're still paying on another year, you have to make sure to put the correct information because even if you got done paying for one year and you're thinking, well, you know, they know my name, they'll just use that money and carry it over to the other year. No, they won't. You still accumulate the penalty and interest. Mm-hmm, that's so true. Oh. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, you're, yeah. The, anytime you mail a year off, always keep it separate. Make sure your payments are always separate because they will not apply it to uh, another thing, like what you're saying, because, you know, if you have a balance, the best thing to do is let's say you have federal withholdings coming out of your check. The best thing to do is probably reduce, if you can't afford, let's say your budget with your federal withholdings and paying the IRS is only $100 a month, take that $100 and pay off your old bill because the longer that bill sits, the higher the interest rate gets. So you can easily be paying 22 25% in interest to the IRS. So it's better to... And I, I hate to tell somebody to say, you know, not to pay your your current uh, tax liability, but it's better to get those past years paid off. Now, if you have IRS debt that's 10 years old, now it automatically falls off. So those you can forget about. <laughs> They're forgiven. But um, anything else, yeah, if it's, you know, three or four years, you know, try to knock that out first and pay as minimal as possible on your current year, especially if you're receiving a refund. So if they're taking your refund at the end of the year, make it to where you're not receiving a refund at the end of the year and that money is going to your past uh, IRS debt. Their penalties and interest uh, usually is double the actual amount you actually owe. And just because you receive a bill from the IRS for, like, uh, cancellation of debt, if you – 
A lot of times people forget to put off cancellation of debt. There's a way to write off cancellation of debt so it's not taxable. So always have someone look at that because if you have a $5,000 cancellation of debt and you left it off your taxes and they say, oh, you owe $2,000, all you have to fill out is an insolvent report uh, statement, and that can be zero out, no tax at all. Um, sometimes when the IRS add income or adjust your taxes, they won't add deductions that you could have taken. So always when you receive a notice, take it to your tax preparer. See what they can do. Um, we can abate penalties. Um, we can make adjustments, add uh, deductions that you may not have qualified at the time. The IRS will adjust your bill, but they will not uh, provide you with uh, the deductions that you missed. So uh, don't let those letters scare you. But always pay the old bill off first because the longer that bill sits, the higher the interest rate goes. Also, uh, just in case you get a phone call and it's saying that it's the IRS, you owe this amount of money and all that stuff, please, please, please make sure that you don't take their word for it right then and there because there's a lot of scammers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, I don't owe the IRS, but then all of a sudden you get these automated phone calls and all that stuff, and sometimes people can get your information from a variety of places, but you always want to double-check to make sure, you know, contact somebody, um, get their number, contact somebody, talk to somebody, talk to a real person, and don't just give them your information. Wait till they give you your information. You always receive a letter first. Now, the IRS has used collection companies. This is new. I was shocked when I heard it myself. They are using outside collection companies. But you know you have a bill. You'll receive a, uh, you'll always receive a letter first. But that's one of the biggest scams is to call you and say, you owe, you made a mistake on your past tax return, your, um, Tax person made a mistake and you owe us a hundred or something dollars now, and they'll take your and people fall for it. They give them their credit card number right over the phone. So do not pay your uh, IRS bill over the phone. Yeah, I always recommend people if you think that you're getting a phone call and you're not sure if it's real or not, contact the person that did your tax. Let them, you know, let them help. The young lady that asked a question, she said, thank you so much. I appreciate the information. Thank you. So what we're going to do, we're going to get ready to, uh, oh, someone. Okay. I thought that was a question. Somebody said. But uh, we're going to get ready to uh, wrap everything up so much for your time, your wisdom, uh, if you'd like to uh, share you know, the information, you're welcome to at this time. Oh, no, thank you. I appreciate I appreciate being able to share, and hopefully somebody got something out of it they can use. So I appreciate you having me. Oh, my honor, my honor. And also, when we get done, I'm going to definitely have your information at the bottom, so that way if anybody want to get in contact, people, this is Miss Tia, the tax break. Uh, Tia with the tax break. 
So we want to make sure to uh, get in contact with her, give her your business. Once again, uh, can you give us your information one more time? Yes, it's a tax break. So the cell phone number is 214-448-5443 and 972-681-7545. The uh, second number is a landline, so um, no text messages on the second one. All right, well, once again, we thank you so much, Ms. Tia. I'm going to be seeing you in a couple of days. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I thank y'all so much, and thank you for watching Reconnect My Heart podcast. God bless you, and good night. Good night.